Guys, Paul from Melbourne Performance Coaching and the Complete Personal Training Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about rep standardization. So, big thing in the fitness industry has been the debate about ROM, range of motion, where we go full ROM, half range of motion, the value of full ROM versus half ROM or quarter ROM in some cases, 90 degree angles, which I'm a super big fan of. If you're, it's a pod, if you're listening to the podcast, you didn't see that wink. But anyway, um, is ROM be, full range of motion better for hypertrophy? For each exercise, do we target short and length in the mid range? There's a number of different debates going on. But the standardization of reps is really important for quantifying the training process. Now, caveat number one, this does not apply to level one clients, general population clients who are you know just looking to get a little bit fitter, to feel better, to have some fun while training and start to fall start to really enjoy the process of exercising. We're not going to say fall in love just yet. So this really applies to those level, high level two or level three clients, clients with higher level goals. So that seems to be what I'm working with more at the moment, which, you know, as a guy who's spent a lot of time with working with general population for pretty much his entire career, um, give or take Olympic athletes and other really high level performers in between, general pop has been my bread and butter. It's really exciting being able to discuss these concepts. And the thing with standardization is we're missing the tempo prescription part of it. Now, there are arguments either side for the application of tempo and for not really worrying about too much. And it seems to have found a middle ground. It's like slow, controlled, eccentric, and uh, fast, moderate to fast concentric for most cases seems to be pretty good. What we need to do with our clients is make sure they actually follow those guidelines. So that's why with a level three client, it can actually be really important, depending on the client itself, to recommend a tempo prescription. Some clients may have high level goals, but have a tendency to get lazy and sloppy with their reps over time. So what we those clients would benefit from is a more uh, strict tempo prescription to help them stay on track in their training sessions. Now, on the flip side of that, you may have clients who are really robotic with their reps. You don't need to worry about the tempo prescription. It again, as everything else, is something that needs to be individualized to the unique quirks of your client. The other thing that I wanted to touch on in tempo prescriptions and using that with a higher level client is we can use that to effectively apply a higher degree of overload at certain positions, at certain ranges of motion, and like say the length and the shortened range of a muscle to facilitate higher level results. So let's go into that. A lot of coaches and using pre-exhaustion with their higher level clients. So <clears throat> before squats, for example, they might put leg extensions on leg press to fatigue the quads. And when they do squats, there's not as much axial loading because they can't lift as much weight. They still get a really high muscular stimulus, but not a higher stimulus on the joints and as much wear and tear. Yet these same coaches will also say, oh, you don't need to worry about emphasizing the tempo in certain parts of the range of motion. It's just going to reduce the weight you lift. I hope you see the dichotomy there, the uh, contradiction in those two uh, approaches. If you're doing squats after your leg extensions and leg presses to reduce the amount of load lifted and still create a high degree of stimulus, why wouldn't you take advantage of things like uh, pausing the leg extension for say two seconds at the top position to overload the shortened position a little bit more and pauses in the lengthened position in say the leg press or a constant cadence because it's more of a mid-range exercise, but nevertheless, why wouldn't you do the exact same thing for a client that's really strong, is really high level and wants to get the best outcomes possible? That's just food for thought. It's something that I definitely do and have definitely seen huge value with in my clients and in my own training, making sure that these kind of standards and rules are upheld and adhered to and people get far better results there. So your takeaways from this episode, 
for your beginner clients, your level ones, your early level twos, you don't need to worry about tempo too much. You know, just control the eccentric, fast, uh, concentric, maybe a pause every now and then when they're getting the technique and then move on, get them enjoying training. For a level three client, strict tempo position, uh, prescriptions are really useful. If you're a client who tends to get sloppy with their reps, but they still have higher order goals. And then what you can also do is you can use tempo in the same way as what you would use your exercise order and selection as a way to reduce the overall systemic stresses of training and keep clients training at a much lower level of systemic stress with higher localized fatigue, which is the goal for hypertrophy. Thanks heaps for listening guys. See you soon.